Tom Turbovich! Get ready for a Tommy Turbo Masterclass. Masterclass. Teamless Tuesday is here. And the boys are hard as a rock. Don't be a weak-gutted dog. Leave that for Jamin Salmon. Get ready for the best super coach show on the planet. It's so good, it's better than Lego. You're now listening to the Super Coach Experience Podcast. Here's your host, Brandon Savage. Brandon Savage. Hello and welcome back to the Super Coach Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Savage, the coach of the Jamin Salmons. I'm joined here by my trusty co-coach, co-host, Timmy Moody, uh, the 2021 Supercoach champion, how are you, Timmy? Good, mate. Just get my Supercoach hat on, you know, the, just so I can make some proper thoughts. You know, you got to get your wear different hats in life. You know, sometimes you know we're we're a son, we're a daughter, we're a well, I'm only a son, I guess. Sometimes <laughs> that's not about it. Sometimes I'm a daughter. <laughs> sometimes, I mean, you could be, you could be anything you want. That's right. No, but um. Yeah, at the moment I'm, I'm putting my Supercoach hat on And uh, a couple of days time I'll have my Christmas hat on So Supercoach, it's back um, Prices were revealed earlier this week Team Picker was released yesterday And the Supercoach world has gone a little bit crazy A lot of content creators have already been two, three weeks into their work For the Supercoach preseason So it's really starting to heat up And I thought We'd get on the front foot and do a podcast because Supercoach is getting bigger and bigger every year. And I think this year is going to be harder than any others that we've witnessed in recent times. I reckon the year that we've just had was might be the hardest we've had for a while just because there was, you know, the, the, the buy that we hadn't to negotiate with you get yours fucking close up once <laughs> plenty close don't you worry about me um yeah so we had the buyer to deal the the extra team and the the buy rounds to deal with we've sort of got a bit of a taste but we'll of have it. that again yeah so i but, don't think it's yeah. gonna be harder i think we've already got a bit of a taste of it i think some of us have got some ideas on how to you know how correct. to work with yeah. it how it works yeah i agree i agree but i think this year's going to be even harder just because of the players that are available at the start. So this Team Picker podcast is pretty much our first thoughts on prices, how we're going to structure a team, and we're going to answer your questions that you asked on Instagram and Facebook. But firstly, into the player prices, I've looked at it. I've tried to make a team. Um, we're going to do a Team Picker podcast, which is pretty much us choosing a team and making a team from scratch. That's going to be so hard at the moment with the information that we have but you've opened the app what are your first thoughts um yeah not a great deal i just sort of i just sort of looked at the hooker halfback and fullback to start with they're the three things i just had a look at and i'm i see my first initial thought is i reckon i'm going to get sucked into trying to find that right sort of mid to Price halfback yeah. that might be able to do the job of a Nathan Cleary or a yep. Nico Hines. There's probably one guy. There's always one guy in about the 500k, like Tom Deard, and I think uh, last year or this year was quite handy. Yep. There's always like one guy that sort of like, oh, hold on. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be hard to pick. 
it's going to be very hard to pick. So team picker, it's it's available, and I, I've made it. I've made a rough side at the moment, but I want to ask you first: what, who are your first three picked for Supercoach? Probably Payne Hass. Payne Hass. Just because it burnt me so much not starting with him last year, and it's not just a one. So for it's ref- not just a one-off thing that he started. Well for reference, the if somebody has not opened the app and they're listening to this podcast, Payne Hass is seven hundred fifty thousand. Uh, the most expensive front row is Tino seven hundred ninety-one. Adam Fanel Blake is seven forty, and then it, there's quite a significant jump down to Joe Tarpane, who is six hundred fifty k. The Mitch Barnett. Jack DeBellin, Junior Paulo, Blake Laurie, Mo Fortawaker, Jared Wallace. So I started with Tino last year, just really feeling he was going to have a good year. But he started he reasonably slow and really... But he had them big hundred games. He only had one. When you had him? Yeah, yeah. for a long period of time in there. There was when, a lot of 60s. There was a, He was making lots of tackles, but there was the attacking stats hadn't quite come for him. Whereas Payne Haas, he has the 70s to 80s. With the big scores at the start of the year as yeah. well. Um, who's your second first picked? Um, not too sure. I think I'll – not too sure what I want to do with fullback. I don't know what's – It's it's very open this year mm. because there's not a clear fullback. I mean, fullback's always the first position we all try and lock in straight away. Um there's, they're all around the same price because they all averaged very well last year. Like even Tom Trebojevic, 833K because he averaged 83 last year. got injured. The game before he got injured – actually, no, the last game he had was 165 against the Dolphins. He got injured in origin. So we didn't even get the benefit of him being injured in an NRL game and having a low score. So we've got players like Reese Walsh, Scott Drinkwater, Kalen Ponga, over 900K. Mm. We've got um, Pappy, who we were relying on getting a massive discount, 645K. It's it's very open this year, and I think I think the cheapies and the middies are going to be very important because, yeah, um, who's your third then? So you, you want to lock – you you lock in Payne Haas. He's your one. You lock in. You want to lock in a fullback. You're not sure who that is, but that will be your number two. Yeah. Who's going to be your number three? Is it going to be the second fullback or? No, I'm just reckon at the price. I'll probably start with Kickout. Yep. Just because of the sentimental value. I mean, mid fours. I'll take that. I think Kickout is a very good option this I'm, year. I'm not expecting it just to, to skyrocket and start, and you know. Be a must-have, but I feel like at that price, he's not going to lose too much cash, and he'll probably be someone that will want to pick up at some stage. I think that's con- I'm really just wanting to make sure I sort of get right is um, a bit of balance. I just don't want to have too many Origin guys. If there's a- if I can go against an Origin guy or I'm a bit tossed up, I'm going to try minimise my numbers because I was I had heaps last year. Yeah, I think. That is a thing you do need to focus on when the buyers are quite heavy. But I think these Origin guys are the guys that get you so far ahead at the start of the year as well. So it didn't it work for me last year. That's yeah, just about selling them at the right time. Um, 
you mentioned the second row of Viliama Kikau. He's 468000 My whole second row at the moment is just full of second row mid-priced options. So I've got Angus Crichton in there. I've also got Sean Lane, Sean Bloor, who I'm relying on potentially going to Melbourne, um, and Josh Curran at 421000 Yeah, so. I love Josh Curran. That's a... Nice one, especially if he gets a starting spot. He should get a starting lock spot. Uh, Sean Lane, 446000 starting edge. Angus Crichton, 400000 I don't think Angus Crichton is going to start, but I've just plugged him in there for now. Yeah. Um, but I think that's how my second row is going to look because the top of the list, uh, what's his name? Dave Fafida. He is 830k. Uh, number two is Tino at 790. Number three is... Hopgood at 748, and then it's Nicker at 710. Dave Fafita Tory's pack, so he would just be available for round one. There's no way I touch him. Mm. Tino is a guy. It's a bit of a, almost a little bit of a blessing disguise, so we don't have to fit for him. For sure, because he, I think this is the position where we need to save money, and that's second row. Um, Tino, I think there's a genuine case to start with him at second row. Um, Not for me. I just would want to have him at prop. That's I just yeah. don't know why we put him at second row in your that, side. That's true, especially if you're starting with you're starting with Payne Haas, moving team, having Tino in the second row, and then having the ability to move him up later when your team gets a bit stronger. I kind of like, mm-hmm. um, but I guess we'll talk all that sort of tactics afterwards. But with um, with where was I? Nikara, Isaiah, Jermaine Hopgood, Fafita. Where was I? Oh, I'm not too sure. I don't know where I am most of the time. <laughs> well, my first pick, it's Nico Hines. Okay. Um, Nico Hines, he's 970,000, which is, it's pretty bad. You, you want to start with, I, th- I really think you probably want to start with one of them at least. Nico or Nath? Yep. Mm. I'm definitely starting with Hines. He, he's he got a pretty nice draw to start off. He's got the Warriors, the Dogs, the Tigers, the Raiders, Rabbitohs and Cowboys first seven. I don't want to look too far into the draw because I think if you look too far into it and you invest too many players, it's going to it's gonna hurt you. And especially like... Yeah, I can at, see him starting really well too. Yeah. Especially because I think he really wants to probably put his hand up for Origin this yeah. year too, and he needed to have a good start to the year to to do that. And also the Nico Hines versus Nathan Cleary debate. I don't think I'm going to start with Cleary. Um, I think in the past, like last year, a lot of people start wanted to start with Hines and Cleary. I think the fact that Cleary came off an MCL injury after the grand final pretty much had it a late end to the season. We'll be coming to preseason late. Has a pretty tough draw to start the year. Mm. We saw last year, he started the year with 50s and it was pretty nice to start without him. Swarm into the year a bit. Yeah. Penrith, they need to smash sides, whereas if, if Sharks are playing good for you to start the year, they, their attack can be quite... They're the kind of team that will want to start hot. Yeah. Penrith are pretty happy to buy into their systems. And I think plugging in a guy like... I don't want to necessarily... Don't quote me on this guy, but could start with Luke Brooks, a 560, as a jumping stone to Cleary in round four or five. I think never, that's I've never really paid any attention to Luke Brooks for Super Coach at all. I, I know that you were considering him 
or maybe even started with him like two years, or maybe even the year that I won. In. Two years ago, yeah. Yeah, and I think he started well then, and which is kind of like, oh, what made you pick no, him? No, he, he didn't. He didn't stand out, but he did a nice job. Rise. He did a really good job, good job, and he, I think he made like 150k, and he kind of always chugs along. I think with I, don't, I can't. I don't. I don't feel like I like that. That is a start. Five hundred. Don't know. It just seems a bit too much for him. I'm not necessarily saying I'd prefer Sam uh, like a yeah. Kiri, I'm, I'm not Kiri, <coughs> Sammy Walker or something. I'm not like necessarily that. saying I'm going to start with him. I'm just saying that type of player. Yeah, okay. I think with Luke Brooks, with Tommy and DCE in the side, first game against the Rabbitohs in Las Vegas. I don't think I'm going to be keen on starting. What do you reckon those games will be like? Do you reckon they're going to be heaps? Attacking, like I think so. Yeah, there'll be a bit of yeah points in them. Yeah, I think um, going aside, like <laughs> I feel like the NRL they almost like sort of want to get in the refs' year to allow it to be that sort of style yeah, of footy 100%. too, just so we can showcase. And, and I think they're going to be like to these teams. We don't want you having a typical round one where it's just sloppy. It's we need you to throw the ball just around to corners. Or we need you to throw the ball around and yeah, just just yeah, have yeah. fun. Put a show on. And yeah. so I think these first games are going to be pretty crucial um, for Super Coach. But it's going to be weird because there's going to be a team list Tuesday, but it's going to be like four teams, and then that's going to finish, and then there's going to be a team list Tuesday the next Tuesday. Half the players are going to be locked in already, so we're going to really need to nail who we want in our side before that first week, before before they lock out. It'll yeah. So you'll only need to decide on players that are going to play in that in Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. that that's okay. Yeah, yeah, it's okay, but it could be carnage because what if you're relying on? a cheapie in the centre wing to get named in order to have someone like Tommy Turbo in your side. Yeah, you then just swap it for another cheapie or that yeah. cheapie won't play. Or you, it's not going to be the end of yeah, the world. Yeah, that, that's true. Um, so, yeah, looking at these prices, I think Dylan Brown is my next first picked. Redemption. Redemption, 780k. Um 5'8 is kind of a wasteland. I think Cody Walker is actually not a bad option either. Yeah, I love Dylan Brown. I think he's a standout. <laughs> hey, like just the Munster is always a good thing to look at as well. But I, yeah, just I feel he's just getting into that age too. Yeah, for sure. Um, he does start with the Bulldogs, Penrith, Seagulls, and the Tigers. So a bit of a mixed draw, but. I think Dylan Brown's the type of guy you don't really need to worry about draw. Um, and he was quoted the other day saying he wants to repay his teammates for the year they had. I think Parramatta going to have a massive offseason. The problem is Dylan Brown's 780000 is by far the most expensive 5'8 in the game. And it's going to be all about how you fit the other players in your side. Good thing is, is if you know, for if just that consideration, the first thought I have is, well, to help you justify it if you want him, not going to be able to play Origins. So just one of those ones that if he's going well, we can just leave him there, plug him there. And, and everyone's going to have him anyway. Yeah, so that that's that's that helps, I think. He's, um, he's someone in my side that I've thought for a long time, 
I always never prioritize having, but I always have a feeling about someone in the preseason. And two years ago, it was Munster when he was off the alcohol um, mm. and he was uh, kind of didn't have the greatest year. Um, Who's that Rudolph this year, isn't it? He's getting off the beers this year. Yeah. He's, he's going to be an interesting one because for Noel Blake coming to the club, he's going to want to put his hand up. Um, he's 450K, so there's quite a lot of... Yeah, he could be a nice <coughs> second, op- second option depending on the sort of minutes and stuff he'd get. Too. It is. Especially it is. considering yeah, he's like, he's like I just want to be the best version of myself for my teammates and you know, be the difference. And so. like... Declaring yourself to get off the drink is pretty big. Like for, for a professional athlete, like did you hear how it happened? So he was having a chat to um, Fitzy on Mad Monday, just while he was blind as like, oh, yeah, fucking, you know, oh, I was going to get off the drink, just have a mad year. It's like this, he said it was like sort of something you just said in the moment, but it was just kind of like, well, now I got to do it. You know, so <laughs> that's that's pretty cool. Um, there are a few cheapies going around. Um, Jan and Braley, three hundred thirty thousand. Great. With the emergence of Phoenix Crossland, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. So we'll I have think to. That's a good price. He's not like going to get. He's not going to be a Sony Luke stress. He's no, going to for be sure. Majority preference option. I yeah. like him at that price. Well, he's going to get way more minutes than Sonny Luke, and that probably even shares with Crossland. I've heard that Crossland gets Kurt Mann's role, like coming on playing lock and being that utility player. So I really like that for Crossland and for Braley. Um, maybe he does spell Braley, but still at the price, 330000 that's a very good price for Braley. We've got KO Weeks, who potentially gets a starting 5'8 position at Canberra Raiders at 270000 He is a dual 5'8 fullback. Mm. So he's going to be – I think he's someone – I'm going to plug in at 5'8". Where do you reckon he'll play for them? He'll play 5'8"? 5'8". Um, does he have any competition for that spot? There's a few players like Ethan Strange, who's also oh, a cheapie. Oh yeah, he's a gun too. He's a cheapie, but he's also available at centre wing as well. So, and how hot's his sister? Haven't seen his sister. But oh, his sister plays in the NRLW. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember her yeah. on the Bondies. I think yeah. she helped me yeah. get a, one of my bets up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's good. Legend. Um, there's also so there's Xavier Savage and Chevy Stewart. They're fighting out for the fullback position if. This is assuming they don't go with Seb Chris at fullback. I don't think they will. I think Seb I don't Chris- think Seb Chris like he was the feeling because Rapan was like, Oh, I don't have the legs to do a full yeah. season. Yeah, I reckon if they had a guy that was you know, a specialist fullback that, that would help. Even if they are a For younger sure. player and not a bigger body. He did a good job, Chris though. He he did a, he did a great job. He definitely Outdid expectations, um, but Xavier Savage is three hundred and fifty thousand fullback centre wing. Uh, at the media day, he was wearing number one, so usually that's a pretty um, big telling whether what position they're going to play. It doesn't mean everything, but um, there's he's also been around and about for a little bit longer. Yeah, and, he's got, yeah. and Chevy Year Stewart at two hundred and four thousand. So um, if either of them get the fullback position, which is looking likely. Then we've got a cheapie there. Um, Falongo, 339000 There's been a lot of talk about Could him. Could be annoying. I think... Like I th- one of those guys yeah. that you sort of have and then he's like, oh, he's not getting the time and where is he? Because where would he... Checking if he wasn't playing fullback, could, I can't picture him. He's very... 
Little. I mean, he seems littler than Tito. Uh, will he play off Tito the bench? Tito. They've got they've got Wishart. They've got Garlic. Mm. I think Garlic's kind of nearly cemented himself in that sort of position. Could be annoying at that price, and someone that you guys can see a start him with him. Go, oh, I'll just get him because the price will fit him in there, but then not getting time and then having to sell him because another cheapie presents. Yeah, it's almost like a wasted trade. Yeah, so sure. maybe I might not even. He's someone I just unless. Until we get closer, I'm just flagging. Might not start with him. Might pick him up once I know he's definitely got a bit of a run of games or something or minutes. Um, a lot of these cheapies or players also emerge when a when a role opens up. So the Cowboys centre position is going to open up. Zach Labart. Four hundred sixty-five thousand. It's probably a bit expensive. Yeah, I don't like that. A bit expensive for my liking, but if the uh, if the Cowboys have a preseason like they did couple uh, 2022, they could start hot uh, off the back of Drinky. I think he's actually a pretty good option. Like at four, I just think it's too much. It's too much it's, unknown. It's too much for unknown for sure. But if he starts, it's interesting. Um, Stephen Crichton leaving the Penrith Panthers leaves a spot open for Taylor May to come back in. Four hundred fifty-eight thousand. Oh, I'd, I'd way rather go Taylor May if he got the spot at that same. Price Do you think over, coming off an ACL, over. playing centre where we've never seen him play centre? I still think he'll be explosive and palmy, and I think mm. he'll, he'll go all right. He might not be a mad centre, but yeah, if he's in that side, I just I don't know. I just I prefer that just when I look at the two options. Paul Alamotti leaving the Bulldogs leaves a spot open in their centre position for Bronson Sherry potentially at 345000 I think that's a pretty good price yeah, um, if he does I like start. I, if he does start, which I hope he does, I, I do see him starting. I see a world where he doesn't. Mm. Um, but I think he's going to be a slow burn, so he's someone you can just plug into your side and – Wait a couple of weeks for him to get the hang of it, and then um, you know, like he'll find his way into the yeah, side. Yeah, exactly. Sure. I don't yeah. think he'll come in hot, but don't. I wouldn't be surprised if he does. Uh, the fact that he's just at that price is brilliant. Front row, there's a couple. Phil Gould touted Jacob Preston as the the person training the house down last season. Mm, he's got one now, does he? He's Samuel Hughes. Okay, yeah. He's available at front row for 238000 He played five games last year for an average of 16. So he didn't play many minutes. Um, but if he's if, if he's impressing at that price... I cheapy sh- props are always a headache. But I, I've got yeah, I've got, I've got a little bit of a feeling just from the little bits we saw of him than yeah. some of these other... Like a Pele last year that's kind of like... Looks well, ruthless, but... Well, Pele had the potential, but you kind of subconsciously, I think we all knew. Knew it was a bit of a naughty thing. Um, Spencer Linu comes into the Roosters at 332,000. Yeah, that's nice. That's a nice price. I reckon he'll have a little bit more of a role than what he did at Penrith. And he might even start. Yeah, potentially. I mean, they sent him over to bloody Las Vegas as their marquee guy. I guess he's better does to that send mean over. We, Does that mean we should get Aaron Woods? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Him or Shua Vasashek. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Tom Flegler moves over the Dolphins, 475000 Interested? It's kind of around there, yeah. If it, uh, uh, yeah, if it was a little bit more, I'd be like less. I'd be like yeah. slamming that in. Yeah, yeah, for sure. If it was 400 k 100%. Um 
and I guess like that's kind of all I'm looking at at the moment. Latrell Mitchell, I'm kind of keen to start with potentially. What's he yep. Seven eighty nine. So he's the cheaper of the elite fullbacks. Good so thing about him is if he has a good tr- like you know training, he goes into the season starting fit. Yeah. Yeah, I like the idea. So Ponga eight ninety, drink water eight fifty, Turbo eight thirty, Walsh eight thirteen, Gutho eight oh seven, Latrell seven eighty nine, Garrick seven twenty two. A little bit like I'll, Teddy full back, I kind of like feel like I like Ponga Walsh. Those two are kind of Ponga a little bit because of the more so because of the kicking though. Yep. And that blonde hair looked fucking sick in the photos. Do you just think that they're the new Teddy Turbo combo of yeah, the past? A bit, hey. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a problem with um, like all the older super coaches tend to get stuck in their ways. Like, uh, like uh, I know a lot of older super coaches I know were stuck for a long time choosing forwards as captains for a yeah, long time. Yeah, it's easy to like. I think I think we've got to be aware as super coaches that we don't turn into that. Like constantly choosing players like Teddy and Turbo, um, maybe Reese Walsh and Ponga are the new guys. I think Drinkwater. Yeah, I feel like oh, Drinkwater's like in around that conversation too. But I feel like you want to see him doing it first. Yeah, I think like and he needs to do it consistently. Yeah, because he's, he's, he's the kind of guy that can start very cold mm. as well. So he's someone I'm very interested in. I think this year of Supercoach, we've got to be aware – we've got to be open to fresh players coming into our team, if that makes sense. So if, say, a – let's say Titans, Jaden Campbell starts hot. Yeah. I I love the Titans this year, by the way, with Desi Hasler. Actually, actually, especially uh, on the back of being a little bit more impressive last year too. Not like yeah, overly impressive, but just the certain things they were doing well. Um, Jaden Campbell actually starts at four hundred and fifty-six k, five eight fullback. It's not a bad price. There's, uh, there's just a lot of. I haven't paid heaps close attention to him. I know he's got more less like less. Lower scores in him than like a Sloan sort of type yeah. of game. He does get involved a bit more, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe this year could be a right because he's always seemed a little bit young and a little bit little. He might be just now sort of getting into a bit more of an age where he's not as like a. If he's named number one round one, he's he's. I'm calling. I'm, call, I'm calling it now. He's. You could find a spot for him either at the five eight or the fullback. If you weren't, if there was one of them, you you couldn't lock up. Like say you were like, oh no, I want these two fullbacks. Yeah. Then you'd be like, I'll chuck him at that five eight. So I was a bit unsure. Go Dylan Brown, and yeah. now I'll go him because yeah. I wasn't sure about the second one or vice versa. Yeah. If there's a hundred percent, yeah. And the fact he with Ko weeks, you can swap them around. I really like that. Yeah, so there's certain things I want to really. I'm not really switched on to the lessons of of this year yet that I want to carry on as much because I'm sort of allowed myself to go away from Super Cage mode for the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. But certain things like 
yeah, getting the jewels. Like, like I didn't have enough jewels, or if I did, I didn't have, wasn't able to use it properly because I didn't have. It's so handy, isn't it? It's so handy, even just for making trades. Even if it's not just for, yeah, just it makes so much. Especially in life the front easier. row and second row, like having that was always the one that really helped. Um, yeah, I think this year, like we'll go through the prices with everyone in the preseason podcast when we do hooker front row. Um, and we, go, when we look at the teams too. Yeah, we're going to go through all the positions. It's have good. A, I, I'm a little bit hazy on a lot of the player movements yeah. still as well. That's yeah, It's not uh, cemented I, in my mind. It's very early on. We can't say for sure what what's going to happen. Point you in the different This far out. Like yeah. the start of the season is March, which is still, I think it's like 75 days away till round one, which is, it sounds a lot closer than it seems. Putting it into sleeps, it's like Christmas. You know 75, <laughs> 70, it's actually probably 70 sleeps now. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm very excited for this year. Um, and then we'll go into all the prices. Uh, Roger Torvastashek is 539 for those who are wondering. But we will. I think g- a lot of people will just be wanting to have him in their side. Just just get him back into the NRL and I can be a part of it, you know, as well. Too. Yeah, but I could see sure. myself potentially chucking him in at that price. That's that's pretty enticing. I just think that he um might not light it up to start five, up. Five five thirty nine playing centre. Yeah. Not fullback. Like we know him as a fullback. Yeah, not a but you'll pay that sort of price for like a um, yeah. for for gay guys, more for gay guys, more for yeah, um, to-o. or like um, bloody killer. What's his name? The tall Campbell bloke Graham. stretch. Yeah, Campbell Graham. So I, I could see him sort of being a bit bull, bull, bussy yeah. and oh yeah. yeah, he'll be a massive part of them. But um, oh, I'm I'm pretty keen on it. Hey, I for think. sure. Yeah. We'll go into the questions on Instagram. Uh, we've got Coopy Loopy Seven Eleven top ten players for 2024 team. Top what? I'm, top 10. I'm not going to mention a top 10. Uh, we did mention our top three at the start of the episode. So. Well, they're not our top three players. Like That's a different question. Like if he's trying to Is do, it? I think he's kind of asking oh, who's going to be the top 10 players. Like, oh, you'll have, you know, I st- I honestly will be your highest scorer for the year. And then, you know, this guy will be your second. And I don't think I could oh, even that's do fuck, that that's right now. Fuck, yeah. Uh, Corey Clark, notice the Dolphins only play three games in New South Wales. Who do? Dolphins. Yeah, okay, that's interesting. It's interesting to know. Um, they're a bit stronger this year. So someone like, I don't know, Herbie, Herbie, Hammer. Herbie's looking hot. Good, yeah. Hot. Herbie, Hammer, Jake Averillo. Like, why were we even looking at Reese Walsh when <laughs> Herbie was there? Actually, I think he's way hotter than Reese Walsh. Reese Walsh has just got like, he's confident. Herbie just like if Herbie walked around as confident, you'd be like, oh, he's, he's just got. He, he I don't know. Mantra. I don't know. It's the eyebrows. I reckon like, they're pretty even. Pretty even. Reese Walsh has really good eyes. Um, bro, Brodo, like Yo- <laughs> Brodo Yolo, cheapies. We need cheapies. Yes, we do. There's not really any bottom dollar cheapies. They'll emerge. They'll, They'll emerge though for sure. Yeah, as soon as the season starts, and there'll be like players get injured a bit closer and. Guys giving opportunities and guys training the house down or guys that win the spot over someone else because, yeah, just let them come. 
So many good value second row cheap. Uh, sorry, sorry, Zach Attack says so many good value second row forwards. Who are your top three? I think I'll name mine off the top of the bat. Vilian Amikikau, 468k. Sean Lane, 446, and Josh Curran, 420. Yeah. A little smoky. Can I say it? Oh, yeah, it's in the papers and stuff. They're saying... Like, Big Mav. Maverick Geyer. Possible. Possible. Obviously, Spencer Linu leaving the side. Mm-hmm. There's a role there that is gone. Uh, Zach Hosking looks like he's on the outer as well. So, um, I don't think he'll start the year because um, I... I heard whispers Paul Alamotti will come off the bench and play Spencer Linu's role, which is, I know it's a bit rogue, but... Really? He's through yeah. the middle? Yeah. Wow, he's big enough, for sure. I mean, he he could be Taylor Mate. He could take Stephen Can't Price's can't seem one to punch on with Jared Rawera Hargrave, but... He's big. Yeah. He's big for a centre. Um, but yeah, big Mav this season. It's Mav season. Everybody excited, stoked. Jeff Lane, are we paying up for KP after last year? Yeah, I think he's in the right amongst the considerations for me. I actually don't think he's that. I'm not certain I'm going to start with him, but I think that if I don't start with him and he's going really well to start with, yeah. I'll be getting him straight body in, you know. So I actually don't think he's that badly priced compared to the others. Like I mentioned before, there's six fullbacks that are above 800K. He's only 890. So, um, yeah. Are you starting with him or are you starting with Nico Hines? Especially carrying on like last year's form into it. And it, yeah, I, I like think he it. could do it again. And I've heard lots of reports that he's started training and he's... Hasn't uh, bought any houses and had to go to any cubicles or anything. Nah, that's it. And he's focused as, as ever. Dominic, Nat, Hammer, Avarillo and Flegler all in the same team or No. Have them in your own side? Yes, in your Supercoach side. Who was it? Hammer, Flegler? And Avarillo. How much is Avarillo? I'll have a look, but... Hammer? I'd, I'd honestly probably say no. Too many Dolphins? Because well, we don't know how the Dolphins are going to go. Um, yeah, there is a whole part 488. Not too bad. I like the Hammer if he's, if he's not... Too much. Yep. Yeah. He's only going to be fullback, isn't he, too? Yeah, I think so. I don't mind the hammer. 600K. If he's your gun center wing, I don't hate it. But I'd probably look elsewhere. Uh, Harley Della on Facebook. Critter, Lomax, or Herbie? I actually love Lomax. Potentially playing fullback. I'd probably go with Herbie just because he had a lot. He was elite at the Broncos, and if he he might get more. Touch. Is he your new man crush over Reese Walsh? Yeah, my twenty twenty. Yeah, my you loved Reese Walsh this year. Yeah, I have I had a bit of a uh, semi for him. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, he's new new year, new me. I'm going to be a, <laughs> um, Herbie fully loaded, mate. Yeah. Herbie is fully loaded. Might slide into his DMs or something. <laughs> send him a DP. Uh, Blake. Sh- Galatano to Cleary and Hines or not to Cleary and Hines? Oh, depends on the amount of cheapies. I guess we can fit in and whether you. I'm probably feeling no. I, I feel like I want to try for me. I think I want to find save that <laughs> mm-hmm. four five hundred k and try nail that 
guy that's around four five hundred k that performs above what he probably yeah. should to start the season. And I don't know who that is yet. It might allow you to start with someone like Payne Haas over yeah. over like a Flegler. Yeah, as long as I know that I've got one of them doing that job, it'd be nice to have them both if they're both ticking off, getting tons and getting hundred week after week. But if you can sort of, I think that maybe yeah, Cleary might have more like. 80s in him to start the year, whereas Hines um, might be. He seems to just do it so easy. Just he's, he's the center of their attack. Racks up points, doing everything and anything. And yeah, even in quiet games, he still seems to get those points. Whereas even with Clear, he's had a real quiet one. You're still kind of you got yeah. half time. You're like, oh, it's not like terrible. But. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think I'm definitely starting with Hines. I reckon. But the price, like, you can save nearly 100K by starting with Cleary instead of Hines. So it's mm. – it's it's Probably real. I'm going to have a little bit of a look at the draw, a bit closer. Yeah. And as we said before, I wouldn't look not too – overlook it? Yeah, you can't overlook it because we also don't know what teams – is a tough draw at the moment? Like, I know people look at St. George and think that's an easy game. I actually think they're going to come out quite good. This year, like I know, there's nothing to prove that, but I just think with a new coach, new mindset. Are you trying to um, get a recall back onto the live show, hoping Sanctus here in this area, sucking up his ass? Yeah, that, that Dragons fan. <laughs> oh, they, they haven't done the recruiting for 2024. So, oh, you know they have. They just told me. Oh, that what? They, yeah. No. Oh, really? I'm just kidding, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what's, what's going to be the hardest thing if if there's no room for. Me to get recruited. You'll get recruited. Or even if you don't, you'll... You, the picture. You never know. The picture on the app. Like, I like having my picture on the app instead of the logo now. I, I kind of... I, I like having my picture because I like the like the attention. But I, I like my logo too because it's yeah. like I got that logo on that jersey I made up. Yep. So that sort of disappears a little bit. So yep. I could take it either, either way, the photo, but... Oh, I'm playing BBL Supercoach at the moment and I've just got a regular logo. And it's funny because Kane Anderson has his photo on BBL. Oh, your phone's ringing, mate. With your sister. G'day. Just doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll catch you later. We're, oh, oh, we're I'll nearly done. Calling about five. I think that'll wrap it up. Um, thanks for listening to the first Supercoach preseason episode. Um, we'll be back early January in DM Podcast Studio doing all that. Um, we'll start off with hookers and work our way down. Um, hopefully, we can get some guests on through the preseason. But um, if you have any questions, please leave us an inbox and we'll put up a questions post uh, prior to the next episode for us to answer at the end of the episode again. So cheers for tuning in and um, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Welcome back, Timmy, for Supercoach. Yeah. And welcome back to the listeners. If if you want a bit of a footy fix, head over to On the Burst podcast, which is on the same podcast feed. It's pretty good. All right, cheers for listening.